You're listening to Green Business with Impact. Your host is Jasper Steinhausen. Welcome to the podcast. Today I have Arvid Nielsen uh, with me. Arvid is part of a company called Coldjet. He's responsible for operations in Europe. Coldjet is the global leader in innovative dry ice technology use for cleaning. More specifically, this means that they put recycled CO2 to work for a cleaner and healthier planet. So here's an example of how a gas or resources that almost always is considered the problem is seen as and utilized as a valuable resource. When I met him at a leadership session I conducted a couple of weeks ago, it got me curious to know more. And perhaps you feel the same way. And if so, well, sit back and enjoy the show because here is Arvid Nielsen from Coldjet. Arvid, uh, I would like to start with asking you, what are your expectations to the role of sustainability in the future marketplace? Well, I hope uh, you can say our expectations is, uh, you can say that they will continue to, to grow and be even fast growing uh, uh, together with 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 the services and, and product and applications that uh, a company like Coldjet is uh, is involved in and have been actually for the last more or less forty years. So you hope it will increase, but do you also expect it? Is that what you see in science up or? Yeah, indeed, we both hope and and we see it uh, because actually you can say our. Our, our solutions and and our company have been growing plus minus ten to to fifteen percent yearly the last uh, five to eight years and and bottom line that is only due to you can say uh, a higher level of, of focus on doing operations activities and cleaning in a more green and environmental friendly uh, uh, way so so it's it is very much our services and applications which is dr- driving the agenda uh, sustainability within within the company uh, code yet great well I think that's a good point for, or a place to perhaps just dive in a little bit uh, because one of the things that I found really interesting and uh, was the fact that you use co2 that for just about everybody, is the the bigger problem here. And for you, that's the key resource. So could you just very briefly let us in and understand what is it more precisely that Codejet does and why is it that CO2 is is a good thing in your company? Yeah, correct, because that, that is that is basically the key uh, for, for a company like us. And, uh, and, and CO2, uh, just like other, you can say, of the air gases we are surrounded with, uh, is, is a very critical molecule in many, many different applications. And, and for cold yet, it is actually all about CO2 and, uh, and these uh, molecules, uh, and, and more specifically in its solid state uh, uh, called dry ice. And uh, and that is where you can say over many years uh, the cleaning method with dry ice uh, uh, have been exhausted and is continuously in in, in high development both technology side uh, how to use it correctly but also uh, applications in the world because dry ice cleaning is basically a, 
a replacement technology solution, replacing other other substances, other cleaning methods, uh, like yeah, for instance, huge amount of water um, or other other chemicals, which is today being used uh, cleaning all all different kind of uh, process equipment uh, around us. So that have, of course, for us been a, a niche market, a global niche market for, for many years. And especially the last five, five years, we have seen a, a, a rapid uh, growth in, uh, in our activities. And, and that is, of course, a consequence of that the world around us and, and professional operators, companies, is trying to replace other other bad molecules, if you can express it like that, with with CO two, and and uh, and why CO two? Uh, that that is again, you can say the special characteristic uh, uh, for those molecules because they can exist in in solid state uh, in our atmosphere pressure, which means it, it is a, a fairly simple. Uh, a set of molecules and chemicals to to clean with effectively, and and, and why is it so uh, if effectful? Well, it is dry ice is uh, very cold minus uh, minus uh, seventy nine degrees Celsius, and uh, and then dry ice when it is hitting you can say a, a warm surface, then it have a, an expansion volume of up to eight hundred times. Meaning we we are creating a lot of small micro explosions, and then combined with a cryo cryogenic effect, it is a very effective cleaning uh, method, and and that is where then over over the years we have demonstrated you can say the the carbon footprint uh, using CO two opposite other cleaning methods uh, uh, is is a is an improving factor for many of our customers around the world. Uh, it is very much used in the automobile industry and, and the aerospace. And, and uh, when, you, when you look on your car, all, all the plastic parts you have on your car, is the, the molding process, basically more or less all of them have been cleaned with, with, with a dry ice technology. Uh, replacing again other technologies. How does your clients or the market, perhaps when they hear about you for the first time as an alternative, how do they react to the fact that CO2 is a good thing here? Do you, is there anybody that sort of reflect on that or is it just, okay, fine? No, no, indeed. There, there, there is very often uh, and, and most frequently you can say a counter reaction, you can say CO2. Uh, that 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 is not a good stuff uh, so uh, but but it it in most cases it is of course leading to that interest and and uh, and and most customers and and users are are curious and when you can say we we start to dive in and uh, and discuss you can say what 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 improvements and replacements uh, re replacement of of other carbon footprint we we are dealing with then uh, it becomes very natural. And then the small detail, the CO2, which is being used in the, in the commercial world, uh, 
because of course there is CO2 and there's a lot of CO2 which is just waste stream up through a chimney. Uh, the commercial CO2 is basically uh, reclaimed from that chimney, purified, uh, liquefied, and then distributed to the world of uh, commercial uh, industrial use. And, and of course, unfortunately, we in the end are talking about a very small fraction uh, which ends up in, in the industrial world, like, for example, a cleaning method or in our beer or in our our Pepsi or Coca-Cola as the first uh, carbonated drinks, uh, etc. But the good thing is, you say, all the CO2 used for this application here is reclaimed or recovered from another, you can say, industrial process instead of being... So we are claiming, we are giving the molecules of CO2 just a, a, a second life and a second value before it is being released as a, as a carbon footprint, which we can't avoid. And, uh, and that, uh, that element combined with that we are replacing more heavy carbon footprint uh, technologies uh, is what uh, makes uh, customers interested and users interested in, in the technology. I think it's interesting, Arvid, because and, and one of the reasons that sort of right away got me curious is that, you know, you're basically building a business or running a business around one of the core principles and disciplines within the circular economy. So you turn a waste into a resource and, and actually utilize that uh, for your product uh, and for your for your solutions. So. But, you know, what is circular economy to you? And this, is it anything that you discuss or is it more like, hey, this is a good way of doing business. Here's a valuable resource. Let's go do it. Or, or is circular economy in any way part of your, your mindset or are you just doing it? The, the honest answer is a clear no. It, it have and, and it is not, you can say, a part of at least the, the business mindset of, of a company like Coldjet. Uh, of course, it, it have developed and evolved, especially in the last years, uh, to become part of our mindset. Uh, uh, but, but, but of course, the, the, the fact that, that actually our product and applications is a part of the, of the, uh, of the circular economy, uh, as all the CO2 we are using is, is basically reclaimed from another uh, waste stream but but of course the the topic is evolving inside a company like Coldjet and and we are developing our our position on it but but internally in our own operations uh, uh there we are not very circular in our mindset yet uh, so so that's the short honest answer yeah i appreciate appreciate your honesty and i think you know it must be interesting in a company like yours to to ask a question like you know what else might the circular economy do for our business since it's actually at the core of what you do for your product side right so that it, perhaps there's interesting opportunities in you uh, in here for you in other areas as well yeah yeah yes correct and 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 of course it is you can see we also have an ESG team uh, working on on the subject uh, and as, as we have discussed earlier, they, we, we are, of course, also forced to start thinking in, in, in that uh, 
with that mindset, uh, because we do produce a, a machine uh, producing either dry ice or, 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 or for the dry ice blast cleaning. Uh, so our core business is development and uh, manufacturing of machineries, which we distribute globally uh, for, for these applications here. And, uh, and, and, and they are, of course, machineries with hydraulic power units and steel and so comparable also price-wise uh, to a very expensive car. And, uh, and there, of course, you can say, okay, when, when that machine have, have done its lifetime, which can be everything from 10 years to 30 years, what, what then? Because uh, they, they do last long, our machineries, but, but still there is further circularity, most likely there to discover. Do you, do you service your products as well, or is that taking care of somebody else or not we, at all? We, we also service and support uh, the machineries. Uh, we, we have machines out there which is more than 30 years old, which we are still uh, support, uh, supporting and, and giving service to. Um, so, uh, so in that sense, we, we participate in, in the life cycle of, of the hardware. And that's, you know, that's actually interesting enough. And other of the five disciplines that you, that you often find and, and look at the circular economy through, right? That, that's the, how do we prolong the service life of products once they're actually made? So there is, that's actually another area where you're, you're full blown mm. <laughs> part of you're operating your business after the principles of circular economy, but again, not because it's circular economy, but because it's good business, yeah. right? And and that's how it, it most often really, that's how it is. And that's at least when it's most fun to work with circular economy simply because it's a better business uh, approach. Yeah, um, that's, that's, that's a good angle. I, I, I didn't see it in that way because basically, as you say, well, we, we do it because it is good business to uh, in the after-sale service market, uh, indeed. Okay, so let me just interrupt you for a bit because this is interesting. Here you can see a good example of how a company is doing something that just is good common sense. It makes business-wise it makes sense and it, it gives value and it's actually completely in line with the circular economy thinking this is a way of utilizing a better utilization of the resources uh, they just don't know that, that that's what they're doing uh, I've seen that lots of times it's it's pretty common and my guess is that you might even be doing something that's really well aligned with the circular economy thinking and that you could go out and perhaps earn a bit of credit for things you do already. But uh, let's go back and hear what he says. I, uh, I would like to ask you a bit about results. What kind of results have you been part of creating? And, and for, perhaps we could start with the water. You said that your method requires a lot less water than the alternatives. Do you have sort of any idea about what amount of water are you saving the world from by your services uh, compared to alternatives? Or, you know, have you done any sort of calculations or measurements or something estimates that give an idea about what's the impact of 
your services compared to the alternatives? Yeah, yeah, we have tried to uh, to come up with some of these numbers, and of course, here top of my head, I I, I don't have those numbers, but. It is not an easy technology to sell because uh, it is uh, still not very known uh, in uh, around the world, and uh, and in each case we are out uh, uh, with uh, dealing with an interesting industrial user to replace. There, there, of course, we are doing these. Uh, yeah, of course, the typical ROI calculations and 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 also. Uh, and and the part of that 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 is of course then you can say what do uh, what do the customer save or the user save uh, of that can be manpower it can be uh, other chemicals and it can be be the water the water treatment uh, so I don't have have numbers here at the top of my head but but for example you can say. I have one case study where Rolls-Royce Aerospace eliminated the need for cleaning with water and ozone depleting uh, chemicals uh, via dry ice solution. Uh, and they, the overall cost savings when they are cleaning compressor rotor blades uh, was improved by 90% as, as one example. And where, of course, the cost savings is then consisting of, of, of many aspects yeah, man hours to water to uh, to sewer cost for for the process water because that's very much where we very often forget. You can say the water in itself can be fairly cheap and and easy accessible in some parts of the world, but uh, but to to treat the the wastewater coming out of such a cleaning process. Uh, is uh, is where for many customers you can say the hidden the hidden cost is yeah it makes sense and and, and i think you're absolutely right and also the the whole again coming back to carbon <laughs> the, the the carbon cost of all the treatment and pumping and, and all of that uh, and then of course at a societal level what else could we use the water for because in many areas and regions of the world there, there is a growing scarcity for for water, so uh, so I guess that's another reason why it could be interesting. I was thinking, you know, as we talk here, it, it turns out that you are doing a lot of you're actually doing a lot of circular initiatives in your business. You have it as solid components in your company. I was wondering if you have other sort of uh, perhaps coming out of an optimization agenda or cost cutting agenda, but have you done other things that we could say, well, because we wanted to do this and this and cut costs, we have reduced the amount of water, electricity, material we need to use, whatever. Uh, are there other sort of uh, things that you could view as part of your sustainability agenda, even though it perhaps didn't start there? Uh, not not so much on the inner lines, uh, because again, there, uh, we, we are likely a slow starter and, and have had, uh, due to our growth, uh, the last uh, five years, uh, so much attention on, on just following the demand out in the market. Uh, because another s- uh, spin-off, now we are talking very much about cleaning. Uh, that, that is, of course, dry ice, and, and, and our other solution is also basically used as a, as a cooling medium 
uh, in transport of all kind of food and pharma, uh, pharma stuff and uh, throughout the world. And, and that's, of course, another, you can say, replacing other cooling medium uh, for that purpose. Um, so, so on the inner line, uh, again, fairly honest, you can say, there, there we have not, you can say, had very much focus on that subject. Where can we as a company in our operation uh, be more circular or, and also improve our, our, our footprint? Uh... Hi, it's me again. I just need to add a bit more to what I said when I jumped in before. Because as you can see, there are very often there are opportunities to look at your business through the lens of circular economy and see something differently. Odds are that you would already be doing things that viewed from a circular economy perspective would be fully aligned. Um, and it could give you a different perspective uh, on what you do. It could be used for communication uh, for your clients and for the world. And it can be used for work you do on your own culture and identity. So perhaps it could be relevant for you as well to have a look at your business and what you've already been doing through the lenses of circular economy. But let's go back to Adel and hear what he says. So, but, but of course, it, it has started to evolve. And, and just like other companies, then, then of course, we have also started, you can say, the typical process of waste management and, uh, and, and these elements. Luckily, we are not ourselves. You can say very, you can say heavy in 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 our carbon footprint because we don't process any, or we don't have any heavy industrial processes. We don't have any wastewater treatment out of our. Uh, because, but of course, our our suppliers, our huge network of of suppliers do, and and. And that's, of course, the interesting, while we are reading a lot of headlines these days, and our, our most common, you can say, piece of raw material is steel. And it is also liquid CO2 when we are testing our machineries. But steel nowadays, uh, very soon, if not already, you can actually buy green steel uh, opposite, yeah, Less less green steel uh, being produced out of natural gas as, as as the main source. So that that's of course some of these elements which also start to come into our agenda to participate in the in the sustainability travel we are we are forced to uh, as as a company and 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 living here on on the globe. Could you feel that your your customers or the market in general where you're in is starting to have an increasing interest in this? So you feel like you also one is that it's a good thing. Your your product is a good mm. thing. It's part of yeah. a solution. It has a lesser footprint yeah. and so on. But but we also feel a need for them or an interest, growing interest in what are you as a company? What are you doing as a company? Can you feel that movement? That we can feel uh, in, indeed. And now we are not a big company. We are only, we are spread uh, around the world and, and many different small uh, entities. We are 250 employees. So, so of course, we, we are not a, 
a large group with with a lot of you can say staff functions to uh, you can say work on, on on some of these subjects here. So indeed, we 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 do get a lot of you can say customer audit questionnaires, and and there I can also see the last years that there have been a clear tendency you can say that the chapter on ESG and uh, sustainability is growing. Uh, five, ten years ago, it was just, uh, do you have a product quality uh, in control? So now actually the ESG part uh, is have grown significantly. And even some examples where we were supposed, in order to be approved as a supplier, uh, to know the number, how much energy we are consuming coming from so-called green energy versus uh, less green. Uh, so so it, clearly as a small company, we, we, we see the, the, the increasing demand and focus on, on the subject. I'll just jump in once more. This is the final one, but the market will only start to ask tougher questions as we go move forward. And because it takes time to change and to introduce new initiatives so you actually have good answers to these kind of questions, I would really encourage you to get started. Um, perhaps, or, or to step it up if you don't feel like you already have really, really good answers. And if you want to get started in a way that will give you a competitive edge, there are five principles that you must master. And in this order, the first one is mindset. So having the right approach to all of this. The second one is mission. Why is it that you make the world becomes a better place because you exist? Get clarity around that. Third one is the pathway. How am I actually going to get there? What are the specific initiatives that I'm doing? So this is the strategy part. The fourth one is implementation, actually doing the work. And the fifth one is communicate. And if you like, you can go in and score yourself on all these five principles through a, a simple and free test. And that's going to give you uh, suggestions as well to what could next steps be for you, depending on the score you actually get. So if you like that, just go into your browser and type in C-E-T-E-S-T, so cetest.scoreapp.com. So what's your current focus and what sort of the challenges ahead you see? Okay, the, these are the next couple of things we need to wrap our head around and find a solution. Uh, there is, of course, still, you can say, because that is what is driving uh, our core product and, and product design and development, where we, we are constantly on the agenda. Because how can we uh, improve our solutions and products improving the, the so-called uh, yield of the liquid CO2 we, we after all is using our application. If we can cut that from, yeah, uh, with 10%, well, then that is uh, bringing our products and services uh, uh, better to the market and also in, in the competition on the market. So, so the yield of or efficiency of our equipment it will always be on, on, on the agenda. And, and they're clearly on, on the subject here and also uh, the earlier question uh, that, that we as a company, 
uh, is in a phase also size-wise in, 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 in our development from a, a very small company to maybe a, a, a medium-sized company. On, on the inner line to structureize our work on, on the subject sustainability uh, because it is expected of us. So, so that is, of course, you can say to, to get, to get that, that work we are doing uh, into a kind of a, a management system so that it is more repeatable, uh, the mindset we, we are trying to both sell via our products, but also on, on the inner line. So that will be a, a, a larger project for us to, to take that, uh, that next step. That's going to be interesting to follow. I'll look forward to see if uh, if it actually turns up that that you find more circular ways and you know inspiration in the circular yeah. mindset for actually making more uh, more and clever and smarter business solutions uh, in the in the years ahead. That's that's going to be interesting to see. I would like to end with a question that's sort of a bit broader and and forward looking. So what is What's your vision or how do you see the role of business in the larger transition to a more sustainable society? Uh, yeah, that, that, is a, that is indeed a good question. And uh, now I'm a, a rather low and practical uh, and, and it's not very high thinking in, in, in big lines and, uh, and, and visions, but clearly as, as we can see we are driven by by business and we are uh, we are owned by an american company where where of course you can say well not not to say anything bad about the american but on on, on some environmental aspects uh, maybe some years behind uh, uh, other parts of the world but but clearly there i i think especially with, with our platform using CO2 uh, as a core solution to to improve that uh, that we as cold yet will strengthen and uh, and 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 fine tune and develop you can say our ESG message much more and also hopefully take a, a more aggressive position in driving that agenda uh, which which clearly have have brought the company cold yet to where we are today uh, and and hopefully further on and and there we need to yeah step in and and also uh, be more aggressive in in our uh, our our positions uh, on on this agenda here yeah because I, I mean i think you could say that you're an example of you have the specific solutions, you and a lot of other companies out there, right? But you deliver the solutions that we need to make the transformation. So, so as you say, it's, it's the actual technical solution yeah. that's going to make the difference, right? right? So, and, and there's a small end. Now, now we started earlier in, 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 the, in, in the discussion with where, where is the CO2 coming from for, 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 for these solutions here? Well, uh, in the in the past, they very much came from you can say uh, burning natural gas uh, in in other uh, chemical uh, processes and and reclaiming the CO two. Uh, nowadays, uh, more and more, and that is even more circular, is coming from you can say the uh, the bioenergy world uh, exploding around us uh, these years here. So 
the waste stream of, of fermentation of, of garbage and uh, and manure and etc from the from the heavy food industry and agriculture industry so there you can say the co2 being used is is getting a new a new green profile than it had in in the past uh, so uh, so a lot of positive things is happening uh, around the subject here uh, today great i will i think that's a good place to end on that sort of positive note. So uh, I just want to thank you so much for your participation here. It's been really interesting and I'm sure a lot of people out there will find that as well. So thank you so much for your time and uh, best of luck with your journey forward. Yeah, thank you and thank you very much for being here. You've listened to Green Business with Impact. You can get more insight on how to create circular business on bwimpact.com. If you want to get in touch, you are very welcome to connect with Jasper on LinkedIn. Just type in Jasper Steinhausen. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions for future podcast episodes, please contact Jasper, J-S, at bwimpact.com. Dot com.